Today's sermon is about stretching. So let's take a moment right now to stretch physically. Notice anything that's gotten a bit stiff and give it some gentle loosening up and then a nice stretch. Maybe if you've been sitting, that means standing for you. With physical exercise, people used to say, no pain, no gain. We might still hear that, but for the most part, fortunately, we're developing a culture of wanting to bend but not break. There's a bit of discomfort, sometimes a lot of discomfort, as we push our bodies to move faster, lift more weight, carry on longer than they do in a relaxed state. Lactic acid is building up in our tissues. Muscles are doing things they're not accustomed to. We get that burn that we don't get when we're just sitting in a comfy chair. But we know that when that strain crosses into serious pain, we may be doing ourselves actual damage. Pain in the chest, bad sign. Pain in the joints means give them a break. So, not no pain, no gain. Just some strain, some stretch. On the other hand, we know that if we're not feeling any strain, if our breathing isn't speeding up and our hearts aren't beating fast, the exercise isn't taxing enough to do us much good. It's not bad to take a leisurely stroll, not at all, but it's not attaining the point of exercise. In between is the sweet spot, the stretch zone. So we can think of ourselves as having three zones of activity, the comfort zone, the panic zone, and the stretch zone. In the comfort zone, we're relaxed, we're resting. After a day of hard work or after turning in a big assignment that's had us feeling under pressure, we sink into comfort. The comfort zone is where we spend our time off. If you never feel like you're in the comfort zone, that's a real problem. Rest is important for us as for the clay. Maybe you know the feeling of having spent a long stretch of free time doing nothing much until you're feeling kind of blobby. That I didn't do anything all day feeling. If that distresses you, well, sometimes that's internalized capitalism, making us feel like we're not entitled to rest. And sometimes it's something positive, our, like our muscles telling us that they need some exercise. The muscles of the mind and spirit feel like that, just like the muscles of the body do. Maybe you relish a day of no obligations, but you feel best if it includes some kind of stretch, like practicing an instrument or working in the yard or going for a long walk. There's such a thing as too much time in the comfort zone. Of course, in the panic zone, we are pushed beyond our limits. We don't usually go there unless we're forced to. But we might force ourselves, perhaps chanting that destructive mantra, no pain, no gain. 
In education, this is sometimes called the frustration zone. A wise teacher knows that a student who spends too much time being frustrated will not learn. They'll feel stupid and incompetent and incapable. They'll lose faith in themselves. The subject will start to begin like, will start to seem like an insurmountable cliff. They'll give up. Where we want to be is at the leading edge of our knowledge and understanding, not past it. Lev Vygotsky, the uh, psychologist who influenced a great deal of educational thinking, called the ideal learning zone the zone of proximal development. That's where we are working on, in his words, functions that have not yet matured but are in the process of maturing. Functions that will mature tomorrow but are currently in an embryonic state. When we're in that zone, that zone of proximal development, that stretch zone, we benefit greatly from the mentoring and coaching of someone whose functions are just a bit more mature. A young child struggling to grasp multiplication will be helped by a child a year or two older, say, who has recently absorbed the concept, somebody who's proximal. We also benefit from teachers, if they are savvy enough and sensitive enough to where we are, to accompany us from that point gently pushing and encouraging. This is what a trainer does physically, helps us to find our stretch zone, spiritually, intellectually, and emotionally, as well as physically. We have these three zones, and I was introduced to them in the context of social change recently when I took an eight-week workshop called the Game Changer in, um, Game Changer Intensive from the Pachamama Institute, uh, designed to up our game as social change agents in a world that, that needs us. And we were urged to be in the stretch zone during those eight weeks. So we have these three zones, the comfort zone, which is our resting state, and we spend a solid chunk of our time there, the panic zone or frustration zone, where we would like not to be at all, but are sometimes forced to be in by circumstance, and the stretch zone. The stretch zone is where we grow. The stretch zone is where we learn. And the great thing about voluntarily spending time in the stretch zone is that it grows our capacity. Let's do another stretch to remind ourselves what that feels like. Let's just really, really stretch something right now. Not just loosening up, but, you know, feel some tight muscles and give them just a, a gentle push. Just maybe enough to feel a little of that burn. See, once we've done that for a while, we could do some hard exercise, whatever that is for us, bodies vary and not have a high risk of pulling a muscle. If we had done that before we stretched, we know, not good. We would go right into the panic zone, pushing ourselves beyond what was safe, right into an injury. But now that we've stretched, 
we can go a little farther, push a little harder without harm. The stretch zone doesn't have a fixed size. It grows. We grow it through stretching and then relaxing and resting and spending time in the comfort zone and then stretching some more. And when we spend time in the stretch zone, we grow. That's actually another term for it. The stretch zone is also known as the growth zone. It's where almost all growth happens. So how do we know, especially when we get out of the physical realm, how do we know when we're in our stretch zone? Well, excellent teachers, coaches, trainers, labor nurses, maybe even ministers develop a keen eye for when someone is truly at their limit and when they could push a bit harder. They know the signs of frustration so that they don't urge us to injure ourselves by forcing ourselves to do more than is safe. As we're learning, as we're absorbing new ideas, new practices, as we're trying things out that are really stretching us, stretching our minds, stretching our spirits, they'll call a break once in a while. Tell us to get a drink, to breathe, to come back next week, to do a few more drills of that stuff we learned last month that's gotten more comfortable. And best of all, they help us to notice the signs in ourselves. Because in the end, we're the only ones who really know when we're reaching the outer limit of our stretch zone. We learn it through experience. A potter learns when he has pushed the clay too far. It thins beautifully, it soars, and then he's asked too much of it and it collapses. The difference between a novice potter and a master is that the master potter is much better at sensing when the clay is just at its limit and stopping there. A novel's vessels are usually thick and chunky. They haven't been taken to the beautiful far reaches of the clay's elasticity. Or they collapse on the wheel, stretched too thin too fast. We also learn it through listening, heeding our own signals of stress and distress. And what we need from one another, most of all, is help to know ourselves. Affirmation in listening to and heeding our own inner voices that say, you're pushing yourself now, or hmm, you're not pushing yourself very much, or stop, stop. Right now the adrenaline is kicking in, we're getting into panic mode. We've had conversations here about how a congregation differs from a club. A club is the comfort zone. You're there to relax, have a good time. We do a lot of things like that here, things that are fun. It's one of the explicit goals of the children and youth religious ed education program to have fun together. And here's some news for the kids. That's one of the goals for adults too. We're here to enjoy each other's company, relax, have fun together. 
If we were a club, that would be all that we did. But both children and adults, we're also here to learn. We're here to transform ourselves. So UUCPA is less a club and more a gym, a good gym, where we are each other's trainers, helping each other to stretch, urging, urging each other to push a little more, and then we relax, drink some water, rest, have fun. Most of all, we are here to help each person find their own stretch zone. Because we want the whole world to stretch a little, not break, just grow. And it's important to focus on each person and to recognize that they're different because just like a classroom or a spin class, we're not all exactly in the same spot here. What is frustrating for one is just barely a challenge for another person. And what is the comfort zone for one is the panic zone for another. We are encouraged by each other. And the best way to be encouraged is not to think we should do exactly what the other person is doing. Like they're lifting 100 pounds, so we should too, even though we really can only lift 70. Instead, we're encouraged by one another in imitating each other's self-knowledge and the way other people stretch to their limits and not past them. That's how we follow each other. That's how we are models for each other. You know, sometimes people arrive here at UUCPA really bruised and battered by their circumstances, sometimes literally, often emotionally or spiritually. Life has been so full of loss, worry, or other extreme stresses that they just need a haven, a quiet, comfortable corner where they can listen to the beautiful music, see the smiling faces, and chill. Outside, the panic zone awaits, so they need a retreat. <coughs> If that's you, please, just relax, receive, get as comfortable as you can. When you're ready for a stretch, the opportunities will be here. Sometimes people come to the congregation because their lives aren't actually as ch challenging them in the way that they want. Maybe not enough people at work or even in their families or among their friendships wants to engage with the big questions that are beginning to concern them, like, what is the right thing to do? What will give my life meaning? Is this all there is? What's it all about? Or maybe their daily activities don't offer them a lot of opportunities for growth, for learning the things that they're most interested in. That's what they're seeking, so they come here. If that's you, look around a little. Listen inside yourself. Find the thing that you want to learn, the challenge you want to grow into, and notice 
There are trainers here who will help you. People proximate enough to you to make, help you make the most of the zone of proximal development. And of course, it will change over time. If you're growing, then what was once challenging starts to be part of the comfort zone. I remember when I taught math for a couple of years in my 20s, I was a little nervous setting out to teach algebra to eighth graders since algebra hadn't been so easy for me 10 years earlier. So I felt some trepidation as I sat down to create my first lesson plans and opened up the book of mathematical mysteries. And lo and behold, they weren't mysterious anymore. I had stretched sufficiently back in my own middle school years and gotten some additional stretching without even noticing in the years in between, and now algebra was easy. It was part of my comfort zone. That's great when you're the teacher. When you're the one learning, you want to be in the stretch zone. So let me be quiet for a little time here so that we can each take some time to reflect on what zones we're in in our lives. They might vary quite a bit even within one person. For example, work might not present a challenge, but your health has you in the panic zone or some other combination. Let's see if we can identify where, we're in the, where we are in the stretch zone, and I'll, and I'll tell you some signs to watch for. One is you're safe. A gym where you are being coerced into living, lifting overly heavy weights is not a good place to be. So where in your life right now are you safe? Number two, you're uncomfortable. A gym where your muscles are relaxed and you're not breaking a sweat is not serving its purpose. Three, you're not in actual pain. Maybe a little lactic acid type pain that you know will stop as soon as you rest, but you're not being injured. Four, you feel as if what you're trying to grasp is just a bit too far. Like that Robert Browning line about how our reach should exceed our grasp. We can touch it, but we can't quite get hold of it. And fifth, ideally, places where you're in the stretch zone, you're, what you're reaching for is something that you want to be able to grasp. No point in knocking yourself out to lift 200 pounds if that's not important to you. But if you or someone important to you wants you to learn something and it's slow going, you're probably in the stretch zone. So as you reflect, think about these places where you're safe, not in actual pain, but uncomfortable, not quite able to grasp what you're reaching for and you really want to grasp it. As you reflect, you may notice your comfort zones and panic zones also. Those are good to know about. So now, we'll all have some quiet time to listen inside and find out what zones we're in in some different aspects of our lives. Maybe in the breakout rooms after the service, you'll want to share a little bit about what you discovered. 
Kongzi's advice, such as we heard in our centering words, is often described as moderation in all things. I think this is an oversimplification. He isn't saying take the middle road always, so much as notice where you are. Here it is again. When the superior person eats, she does not try to stuff herself. At rest, she does not seek perfect comfort. She's diligent in her work and careful in speech. He avails himself of people of the Tao and thereby corrects himself. If you're aware of what it feels like to be hungry and to be satisfied and to eat too much, you won't overstuff yourself. If you know what comfort feels like, you won't seek perfect comfort, but go to that zone when it's time to relax and refresh. And if you're availing yourself of the people of the Tao, the people who know the way you wish to travel, you will be able to correct yourself when you stray off that path. As he finishes this passage, these are the people of whom you say, they love learning. We are a community of learning and growth. So dear ones, let us be guides for each other. <laughs>